0: Welcome to Lobby Comply Pod from State and Federal Communications. Your source for lobbying, compliance, ethics, campaign finance, and election news from across the country. Hello, this is Rebecca South, Associate Director for Federal Compliance Services at State and Federal Communications. One of the things that we find organizations do leading up to and entering a new year is to really take a hard look at what their goals and objectives are for the year in terms of their lobbying and government relations efforts. And one of the questions that will inevitably come up for many of these organizations, particularly those that might find themselves embarking on a more robust or active lobbying agenda, is the question of registration and reporting. Obviously, it's an important question to ask, and from a compliance perspective, understanding the rules of the road, so to speak, is a critical aspect of successfully navigating an overall government relations strategy, especially given that no two roads or jurisdictions are the same. In terms of registration at the federal level, There are three criteria that must be met in order for a organization to be required to register, and all three criteria actually have to be met. It's not one or two. All three of them have to be met. The first criteria that you need to take a look at when you're assessing the need to register at the federal level is the 20% rule. And this rule says that organizations must have at least one employee who spends 20% or more of their time engaged in federal lobbying activities during any three-month period. And just generally, when we're referring to federal lobbying activities, what we're talking about is really any activity or communication related to a program, policy, position, legislation, grants, regulations having to do with the U.S. government. So you would certainly count any direct activity or communication, whether that be in person, by phone, or email, but also you need to take a look at your indirect activity behind the scenes that also has to be counted and assessed as to whether that 20% is being met. For instance, Time spent engaged in internal discussions about lobbying strategy or coordinating with outside organizations like trade associations or outside lobbying firms, or researching, preparing white papers, talking points, and similar types of activities as these that are intended at the time that they're performed to be used in lobbying contacts moving forward. The second criteria that you need to consider in determining whether or not you're gonna need to register is the two or more contacts threshold. Now this threshold says that that same employee who meets the 20% threshold must also have two or more contacts with a covered legislative or executive branch official. Now it's real easy to determine who a covered legislative branch official is because it essentially includes anyone who is elected to or employed by Congress whether that be member personal staff, committee staff, leadership staff, and even those folks who are working in district offices around the country are all considered legislative covered officials. A covered executive branch official definition includes a range of executive branch employees and can sometimes be difficult to determine. But generally speaking, it's going to include the very senior level positions within the executive branch. So this is going to be your secretaries who are appointed and approved by Congress. It's going to be your deputy secretaries, your undersecretaries, and those who report directly to the undersecretaries, as well as anybody within the US Armed Forces at the rank of general and above. Other officials of the executive branch that are considered to be covered under the Lobbying Disclosure Act are the president, the vice president, and any officer or employee of the executive office of the president as well. And then the last category of employees are really where it can become difficult to assess whether or not they are a covered official. And these are the employees and officials who are in a confidential or policy-making, policy-determining. They're really working with policy, and they tend to change with the administration. These employees are commonly known as the Schedule C employees or political appointees. So once you come to an understanding of who qualifies as a covered official for purposes of determining lobbying contacts, you're going to want to take a look at your 20% employee and who they've had communication with, whether that communication was in person, by phone or email, any type of communication at all. The one caveat to keep in mind as you're making this assessment is that the two-contact threshold does not have to occur within a specific time period. So in other words, the two contacts could be made one day, one month, one year apart from each other. But once that second contact has been made, this threshold has been satisfied. And finally, the last criteria that has to be met in order to mandate registration is that the organization who employs in-house lobbyists must be spending $14,000 or more on lobbying activity during a three-month period. So, of course, these expenditures include compensation, expenses, and overhead associated with any and all lobbying activity that is occurring within the organization. So, for purposes of determining whether this threshold has been met, you do need to look at all of the activity that is occurring within the company, not just the 20% individual. So, you do need to cast a wide net to capture these applicable expenditures. Expenditures also include things like payments to outside lobbying consultants or payments that are made to outside membership organizations like trade associations and whether or not there's any particular part or portion of those payments that are allocated toward lobbying. Those portions have to be included in this calculation. So those are the three criteria That must be met in order to register at the federal level. It's the 20% rule, coupled with the two or more contacts with a covered official by that 20% employee, as well as the organization expenditures meeting the $14,000 monetary threshold. If your company meets all three of these criteria, then you are required to register and you have 45 days to do so. So as you're taking a look at what your activities might involve during the course of this upcoming year, you will want to make a careful assessment as to whether or not you are meeting these criteria so that you can move forward with confidence that you are in compliance. Obviously, there can be more to this story. This is just meant to be an overview. And at State and Federal Communications, we're always happy to talk to you about your specific questions or scenarios that might be happening at your organization. So don't hesitate to reach out, and we're happy to talk. Thanks so much for listening. Thanks for listening to Lobby Comply Pod from State and Federal Communications. For more news, visit lobbycomply.com. To learn more about how we can guide you along the road to compliance, visit stateandfed.com. Lobby Comply Pod is produced by Joe May and John Spontarelli.